Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, Cairo. So the first question, how old are you? I'm 19. 19, okay. So this is going to be interesting for you. Our question is, if you had to give some advice to your younger self, maybe go back four, five, six years, maybe when you was just starting high school or something like that, what advice would you give to yourself? What would you say directly to the younger version of yourself? Bro, you can do anything. Like on some real shit. Ca- 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 of course, say whatever you want, bro. On some real shit, my nigga? Yeah, you can do anything, bro. It's like I remember going through high school. It's like I was blessed to have people that, uh, that was like, oh, shit, starting to rain. I was blessed to have people that was trying to look out for me. And that's not something everybody really gets all the time, you know? And so it's like being here. I go to Morehouse, too, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like I'm from, a, I'm from New York. I'm, a, I'm from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? So making that transition down here and just looking at what I've been able to accomplish so far and, you know, and then just looking at what I want to accomplish for the, for, uh, with the rest of my life, you do anything, bro. You know what I'm saying? So just lock in with it, bro. Believe in yourself. You know, because at the end of the day, the only person who know you better than you is you. Uh, the only person who know you for real is you, you know? Mm-hmm. So just, like, lock in with your shit for real. So, yeah. 100%, bro. Now, back when you were around that age, 14, 15, did you have a different belief? Like, did you have those self-limiting beliefs or doubts about the stuff you could do? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, especially at that age, we're all so malleable. And we're just, especially with social media, too. It's just like I feel like I feel like I especially like my generation of people, our generation of yeah, people yeah. coming up, you know what I'm saying? It's like we're really quick to be influenced and really quick to be uh I guess impacted by what other people were saying or, or at least like by like what we were seeing. You know, if I wasn't live up to a certain standard, if I wasn't moving in a certain way, I might have felt like I might have been failing myself, I might have been failing yeah, my yeah. family, you know, or at least the failing people around me, you know what I'm saying? But now it's like I like as I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser, I've just come to understand that it's like it's it's all relative, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's like it's like the grind that you might be on is different from the grind that I might be on. It's yeah. different from the grind that this brother might be on behind the camera. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like yeah. we all different. So it's like you got to trust yourself. You just got to be willing to, to yeah, just to trust yourself for real. So When was it that you noticed it, that, though? Because I agree 100%, especially with the Internet today, bro, you can do literally anything. But how old were you when you realized that? Or can you remember the moment when it kind of clicked for you? 
I mean, it's it's been clicking since I got really got into college for real. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I feel like being in high school, and definitely over definitely over quarantine as well. You know, but it's like I remember like being in high school and it's just like being like in like that little bubble. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got so used to having social media there, yeah, but I also yeah. knew everybody else, so I really wasn't looking at it too often. Mm-hmm. But then you know, coming out of COVID and starting to like make my transition down here to go to college and shit, it was crazy, bro. I remember it's like it's like I got it's like interacting with people in person versus on social media just mm. felt different you know what i'm saying yeah. but then again that wasn't the real person that was just my perception of them just i had garnered over the phone for the past like two or three months you know so right. so yeah it's definitely that was definitely over quarantine definitely making my shift into college is definitely when it happened mm. you know but uh but you know like like word too bro like all this shit is it's, it's social media ain't a real thing like on some real <laughs> shit you like 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 you feel me yeah, so 100 percent. so basically the advice to your younger self is just remember, you can do whatever you want. Word too. Literally yeah. anything. Exactly, and and then Greg, because if you're on the topic of the internet, bro, it's like literally, it's like like for the same way how y'all, the same way how y'all have a YouTube channel, y'all again, y'all message out. Y'all know whatever the message is, you know what I'm saying? But whatever it is, yo, hey, make sure to subscribe to these dudes. Bro. Subscribe, just subscribe, God, make sure to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, nah, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, but like on some real shit, it's just like even with the internet, it's like you can do anything that you want anything. these days on the internet. You know what I'm saying? It's like just looking at how music is transforming, looking at how social justice 100%. is transforming. You know what I'm saying? Shit, looking at how, look, you know what I'm saying? Just looking at how how you spend your day, you know what I'm saying? What you decide to do with yourself, how fashion trends are changing, you know what I'm saying? Over time, it's like what we as a society, what we as a, what we as a society, what we're, what we're beginning to value is being shaped so much by the internet. So, mm. shit, it, it, it's, it's one of the biggest tools out there right now. So, most definitely, yeah, you can do anything that you want to, for real. You know what I'm saying? As long as you have the right platform, as long as you know how to finesse the internet properly, yeah, you can make anything shape for yourself, for real. Man, that was beautifully said. Appreciate that. Remember yeah. that one. So, what is it that you want to do at this point? You're 19 now, and you understand you can do anything. So, where are you trying to get? Bro, I was literally talking to my girl about this shit. We just got the aquarium. Okay. Like, bro, like, Matt Gala, bro. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? I want to do music and all that shit. Like, I'm literally just starting to get myself out there and shit, you know? And so, like, for me, just, like, putting myself onto that process, it definitely feels weird, you know? Because it's something I never really, I, especially in high school, I was thinking to myself, I'm never going to do that shit. Really? Never going to do music, you know? But, like, being in college, you know, I've gotten more comfortable with, like, po- uh, with doing poetry and shit. And so, getting myself involved in that aspect. Yeah, it's like right now, right now Met Gala is like, oh, fuck the Grammy, fuck all that other shit, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. right now it really is Met Gala, because you already know Grammy is some bullshit, Oscar, all that shit yeah, is some yeah. bullshit. You know, at least Met Gala, it's like, that's more like, the people who know really know that's supposed to be there, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's more it's more about who shifts in the culture, who matters in the culture, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I want my voice to matter on the culture on some real shit, so Met Gala for sure, that's the goal right now. Met Gala? Met Gala. How do you spell that? M-E-T, you, can, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's up in New York, the Metro, Metropolitan Museum or something like that, right? But it's an M-E-T. A gallery. Oh, like Metropolitan Gallery or something like that? Uh, yeah. Shorter... yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Met Gallery basically, so it's like, it's like you'll have, like, you know, Anna Wintour is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? So it's like she'll probably like run it type shit. And so it's like, it'll be like every year you'll see like niggas like Frank Ocean pop out, just like Rihanna, mm, Drake, okay. all these, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Virgil Abloh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. a, no, Rip Virgil, Rip Virgil, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, they will all pop out on some shit, bro. But it's like, like if you're looking at who was going there, these are people who are influencing the culture. These are people, these are people who have, you know, saying who have some standard of celebrity, you know. And that obviously that's not the goal. The goal isn't to get famous. The goal is to make a shift on the culture. You know, what I'm saying the goal is to make is to leave a lasting imprint. You know, what I'm saying on, on whatever I'm trying to do with my life, you know, on some real shit. So that's that's the goal. Meg Gala for sure. Cause I feel like there, cause it's not only not only are you there, not only. Cause the only way you get invited is by niggas knowing that you're doing some shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the, you, know, you always want your this is good music by the way. It's here to jazz music. You know what I'm saying? But you always, we always want your peers to be able to to call you out on your shit. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's the goal for sure. It, bro.
So are you already that. putting stuff online? Do you have a channel or somewhere that people can follow you? Uh, I got a regular Instagram for right now. It's uh, K is Cairo dot Omar K A I R O dot Omar O M A R. Um, as for music, I'm still trying to figure it out right now. That's what that's what the summer is for. Um, just gonna lock in with that. So yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Hopefully, follow that man on Instagram. Appreciate all right, you. and make sure to subscribe to these dudes as well, bro. Subscribe, make sure to make it happen. Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I dig it, bro. All right, so next question. Next question. This one, maybe you do, maybe you don't have an answer, but can you think of your worst injury that you've ever had? And this could be physical or even mental, emotional, or something like that. Talk, talk about your worst injury. My worst injury. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I guess I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just focus more on like the mental tip. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody, everybody gets injured. You know, like on, in like a physical sense. You know what I'm saying? But it's like anything can affect you. Anything can impact you. But I feel like how it impacts you really does. It does matter more on, on your mind. Yeah. On some real shit. You know. So it's like for me again. It was definitely coming out of quarantine and having to make that adjustment. You know, because like in high school I was mad social and like now like I'm back to that point in my life again where I can feel open and shit. But you know what I'm saying? But it's like coming out of high school, being so used to being so social with with a very specific group of people. Yeah, yeah. I don't see them niggas for like for you know for like a year or some change. And I go to college, brand new motherfuckers, so I gotta get used to. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I guess it wasn't even like a wound. It was just more like it was. It, I had to I had to learn to become more flexible. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I ain't I ain't I ain't break. I just bent a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? But 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 it's like we supposed to bend. You know, like on some shit, right? So 100%. pressure makes diamonds. Word too. You know what I'm saying? I can dig that. Now, have you noticed this your first time in Atlanta? Uh, no, nah, I've been down here for like a year, and I'm I'm, I'm about to be a junior next semester. I'm, I'm down here for like a year and a half now. Okay, so you've been down here for a little bit. Yeah. But you grew up in New York. Uh, yeah, New York, New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what are some differences you noticed in the way we interact, the way we talk, the culture? So, I don't even gotta say no more. <laughs> talk about the differences between the culture and the people up in New York, and what you noticed down here in Atlanta. I'll say just the general vibe of Atlanta is so fucking slow. It, it's like so part of me appreciates it for sure. You know what I'm saying, right? Because it's like you know what I'm saying. Because it's like I was born in Brooklyn, and then I ended up moving out to Teaneck. Shout out to Teaneck, New Jersey. Yo, yo, what's up, my niggas? Yo, but uh, but nah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, but it's like making that shift though. It's like being being up north. It's a lot faster. I can get a lot. I can get around to places easier down here. Bro. Just talking about that. Where? Actually, I mean, my fault. Are y'all are y'all from are y'all from uh, from down here? Or? No, I'm from California. From California. Yeah. What about you? Oh, well, I got you. All right, but yeah, yeah, we're, we're, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like y'all can kind of relate to this as well. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm sure even being on the West Coast is a little bit slower than up north, you know what I'm yep. saying? But it's like, but even so, it's like making that transition, it's a lot slower. Um, the food here, I'm not really a big fan of Atlanta, of, of the food scene in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Only because, again, like coming from New York, I know exactly what I can get. I, I've just been so used to it, you know? So I definitely have a little bit of bias in that field. But uh, I don't know. I didn't. I fuck with Atlanta off of, off of, off of the aesthetic tip. You know what I'm saying? There's so much you can do here, and that's another thing too. It's like Atlanta is one of those cities in which it's like real, like real talk. The sky is the limit. You know what I'm saying? There's so much going on. You can do so much, and and it's similar to New York. You know what I'm saying? But at least, but like it's smaller. You know, yeah, so yeah, it's like, sure. so it's like you can really go out and find those opportunities. You know, mm -hmm. instead of like walking. You know what I'm saying? Because like to walk up the whole island of Manhattan. I'm not doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can, yeah, at, least, at least Atlanta, I can walk around downtown Atlanta in about like an hour. You know what I'm saying? I can find some shit to do, you know? Yeah. So. I didn't think about that. That's true, though. Yeah. That's true. Anything. Like, word too. I remember I got into open mic nights down here. You know what I'm saying? Just word? doing poetry. Yeah, we're just doing poetry and okay. shit. Like, yeah, word. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. That's what's up. Damn, I gotta get to New York, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, word too. Cause I got like, Cali, shit. <laughs> like, what I, my impression of New York is like, you get a little bit of everything. In one city, especially the food. I mean, you probably got Asian food, Latino food, Haitian, Jamaican food, oh, yeah, all types of shit, right? Yo, most definitely. Yeah, where the yeah, the food down, oh. the food up there is always hitting for real. Not to mention too, that's one thing about Atlanta that hurts. It hurts my heart, my nigga. When I tell you this shit, right? 
Imagine being hungry at 12, you know what I'm saying? 12 in the morning. Bruh. What you gonna get in Atlanta? Not a damn thing. Hungry. Waffle House. Waffle That's all house. you got. That Waffle House. That is true, right? But right, but I don't got a, I don't got the whip on me though. You feel uh, me? I'm so like, yeah, like where? Where? I can I, I get the Uber Eats, but you know, but that adds up on some yeah, shit. Yeah, cash for real. Where too? You were still in school too, so nah, we can't. You can't do that, word. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the only thing. Like, you can't walk around downtown, but that's another thing. We, we was just talking about that earlier, how, like, this is not necessarily a walkable city. Like, we were just thinking, like, New York, you got an extensive train system. You can get from here to there real fast. But Atlanta, you got the red line and the blue line. Yeah. Other than you better, that. You, and, you better hope, and you better hope that your stop is on that exactly. shit. Word. You can take an Uber, walk in, or hopefully your homie got a car, and that's it. Word, too. Yeah, that's I remember, I remember the first time I took the MARTA, I, I, had to, I, I was headed to Lennox, right? I was on that shit for like 45 minutes and yeah, sitting on the train. I was kind of like, why am yeah. I Why am I sitting here so damn long? <laughs> why haven't I like, fucking got there yet? Bro? Word too. Word, yeah. right. And, and again, you know what I'm saying? And that, uh, but again, it just goes back to, into like Atlanta being so slow. And obviously yeah. Atlanta was never built for this many people. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like after the Olympics, you see like the, usually like the major, uh, you see the major point. influx, you know? But even still, but it's like, but like I feel like that's just part of the magic of Atlanta, though. Mm -hmm. You know, because like there's so because there's so many people, because there's so much going on. You know what I'm saying? It's like you see so many people, like like the people are forced to make a way for themselves mm -hmm. in a way down here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now, meanwhile, like like in New York, yeah, like those spaces are already there because there's so many people, but it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? It's like the community is there, but it's I feel like in New York it's a lot harder to get into. You know, yeah. down here because it's less people, people are a lot more accepting, people are a lot more willing to go fuck with you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so now we got some. Uh a couple would you rather questions that we think might be interesting for you. Let me All get right, into them. I know I talk a lot too, my fault. Nah, that's what we're here for, bro. It's perfect. We just talked to a dude and was like, we was asking him questions. I was like, so what do you love about the U.S.? He was like, I don't know. I was like, well, what do you not like about it? I don't know. I don't know. It's like, what do you think of when you think the United States? I don't know. It's like, bro, why'd you? You're not trying for real. You, you said you wanted to do this. Why you want to talk, bro? I don't Word. get it. I don't get it. All right, so here we go. The first question is, would you rather have more money or more time. More time. I like for two more time because it's like I had a, I had a mentor tell me this shit one time. It's like I don't have time. I have leverage. You know what I'm saying? I'm 19. I don't know about my life expectancy. I'm supposed to crap out when I turn 80. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that on some real shit. I would yeah. much rather have more time and overhead that I have more time than I have more bread. Cause like, what the fuck is bread going by me when I'm dead? Right. You know, going some real shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, at least with time, I know I can work towards something else. I know I can move towards something else. I know I can. I know I can cherish my time here longer. You know, having bread is nice. It gives me a little bit of peace of mind. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I, I can go buy Waffle House. You know, like when I'm hungry and shit at night, right? But it's not word. You know what I'm saying? But it's not the same. You know, it's like at least at least with time, at least then I know I can walk to the Waffle House instead. You know, I can I can make something happen for myself. You know, so definitely more time. Why do you think people don't understand that concept? Why do you think people chase money, 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 but they disregard time completely? Bro, I just feel like it's, I literally just wrote a paper on this shit actually, really? right? Yeah, word. Uh, and then I, I just feel like it, it involves, I feel like, again, it's just part of the culture that we're a part of, you know what I'm saying? It's like, obviously money is important for the culture that we live in, for the society that we live in. But I feel like once people kind of understand that like, yo, like what if, what if money wasn't important? You know what I'm saying? People are like, oh shit, but what am I doing with my life? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and I feel like, and you need, you kind of need that, you need, you need to have the time to take a step back in order to ask yourself, what am I doing with my life? Why, you know what I'm saying? What am I putting my time towards? You know, should I literally, it's like, like being in college and having a lot more free time on my hands than I'm, you know, uh, than I'm used to. I sit back, I'm like, yo, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, like, I turned out, a, I turned out an internship uh, with a, with Dell. 
to go to South Africa with my school over the summer. 12K. I turned down 12K to go on a free trip to South Africa. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, which I know, right? It's crazy as shit, right? I made that choice, right? And that, and that, and that came after a lot of like, debating like, uh, uh, with my parents and myself, you know? But it became a matter of like, all right, cool. But it's like, I can, I'm not gonna say I can make 12K anywhere, because you can't make 12K anywhere. You can't, you know? But it's like, I I kind of chose this like, all right, but like, do I want to experience something? Do I want to go work at a company that isn't really going to fulfill me the way that I wanted to? You know? And sometimes, and again, it's like, I'm young. I can make that choice. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I can afford to, pass up on 12k in my youth you know what i'm saying but it, i also know like in 10 15 years from now it might not be the same you know and so that's why again it's like it's about how do i value my time now how am i spending my time now you know what i'm saying because bread can come later money can come later on some real shit you know what i'm saying like I, i'm not pressed i'm also a computer science major so i'm not really i'm not really stressed about bread on some real you, you shit ain't, you ain't pressed for money though Word. not, in that, not in that field. yeah yeah you know so and so i but again but there's benefits to that you know what i'm saying like not everybody has that luxury you know, and so I feel, like it's another, I feel like it's another part of it as well. It's just like nobody, it's like, for example, it's like at my school, I don't know how much it's going to be put in there. You know what I'm saying? At this point, it's just me talking no, for real. It. It's just like I, I, at my school, it's like so many niggas are business majors, you know, which isn't a bad thing. I totally respect that. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's just more about like, but like the focus is more in terms of like, how are you spending your time now? Right. Just but you're you are dedicating yourself to a degree in which you have to spend time to make money. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with me, of course. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you do in school, obviously you have to spend time to do X, Y, and Z. You yeah, have yeah. to put that work in. But it's a different level of work. Business is a lot more hands-on. You know what I'm saying? You can't afford to take a day off as a business. Uh, I'm sorry, after you know, at once once you're a business owner, because that's your business. You know, that's how you make your money. That, that is your direct stream of income. Computer science major is a little bit different. I could tell you something. Might you know what I'm saying? I might be on call. It's a different. It's a different setup. It's a different schedule for you. You know. But again, it's just I feel like. I feel like to answer the question, no, right? So, where it is, so to answer the question, it's just more in terms of um, society that we live in. You know, it's like I feel like we're just we, we're focused on the wrong shit, on some real shit. You know, it's like we're more focused on how many likes we get than who's liking us for real in real life. You know, so yeah. Would you rather lose all the money you have, or all the pictures you have? All the money I have. I don't know. Pictures are important. Um, especially, especially in this day and age, shoe, which like, I, I personally feel as though it's like because of like the you know what I'm saying like because I have like a smartphone, I may take a lot of pictures. I might never really look back at it again. You know what I'm saying? So not really those pictures. I mean more the pictures like 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 the actual physical yeah, copies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like cause those okay. hit different. You know okay. what I'm saying? Those have a little, those have a lot more of a sentimental value. Those get fucked up. I can't do anything about those, which is some real shit. You know, I don't want to lose those. Uh, cause and again, right? It's more about like it's the quality of my life versus you know what I'm saying versus the quantity of bread that I have. You know what I'm saying? Now keep in mind, if I have more money, I can always go back to the same place. I go say back. I can always go back and take those same pictures, but it's not gonna hit the same. It's not yeah. gonna be those same memories. You know? It's a different moment in time. It's a different moment in time. Exactly. I can't appreciate it the same way. Mm -hmm. You know? For example, it's like nothing's gonna beat the first time I walked through the Georgia Aquarium. Right. Like you know, cause it's right. like because it was so fresh to me. It was so new. I can go back. I can enjoy it it's the same. I I even high this time. I'll go back and smoke a blunt. You know what I'm saying? It might be a different story, right? I don't know if you can put this in here or not. I'm, I'm sorry if I fuck you're with y'all bread or not. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but you know, but you know what I'm saying? But just like, but like, like, it's not gonna hit the same. Obviously, it may be a different experience, but it won't hit the same as my first experience. For yeah. it's the same way how it's like walking through my high school the first time. It was crazy because walking through that shit, it looked different. It didn't yeah. look the same. It looked odd. You know what I'm saying? Not even odd, but it just looked off. But then as I got used to it, I'm like, oh, that's what that. That's the thing I was looking at before. Mm -hmm. Now I know why that's there. Now you know, you pass by it so often, you get used to it. Yeah. But nothing ever beats that first time. Nothing, nothing ever beats that that first experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. or, or at least the initial. You know. So for that reason, 
man, fuck the bread, bro. Give me my yeah, pictures yeah. back on some shit. Yeah, the same way, bro, because you're essentially deleting, like, your memories when yeah. you delete all your pictures, you know what I'm saying? And I used to do that when I was younger. Like, I would see some pictures, and there's sometimes you might take a picture of something. Years later, you feel embarrassed about it when you look at the picture, and you're like, nah, fuck. especially if it's on your phone, you delete it. Yeah. And then some time will go by, I said, why the fuck did I delete I that picture? That. That's a memory. I, that was actually me at that moment in time. So, like, to delete it is almost like trying to act like it never happened, you know exactly. what I mean? So. The, basically summarizing what you said it sounds like you can always get more money bro but you can't get your memories back if you delete them you know or too yeah and, and and i feel like to your point as well i feel like with our generation as well again i'm not really big up on social media and all that shit which is you know what i'm saying which makes it hard for me to you know what I'm saying if i want to yeah. do music it makes it hard, a little yeah, hard yeah. to compete but i feel as though i feel like our generation like we're so quick to try to aspects of ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, it's so easy to do it on social media, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I can curate how people view me, I can curate how people see me. You know, it's like, it's like if I don't put if I don't put a one up on social media, I don't mean it didn't happen, that just means that people ain't see it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There are pros and cons to that, you know what I'm saying? Because I know fun well if I want to do X, Y, and Z, you know what I'm saying? It's like, for example, let's, let's say if I want to, let's say if I'm trying to become like an A&R, right? Let's say if I want to get signed to a label. If none of my music is on my, ch is, is, is on my Instagram, if I have no means of people actually seeing that, except for me saying, go check that thing out on Spotify, that don't mean they're not going to listen to it, but it makes it harder for me to get my voice out. It makes it harder for people to connect with me. You get what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's like, that's the only way we're connecting nowadays. You know what I'm saying? I like to see social media as kind of like a digital shroud over all of us. You know what I'm saying? The same dude over here, he's up on his phone. Same way I was on my phone earlier. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Listening to music, same way you on your phone going through the questions and shit. It's like it has a shroud over all of us. And it's like it allows us to connect in ways that we might never be able to connect before. I have friends that I made with social media that I know I would never make without social media. Yeah, yeah. Well, free, you know what I'm saying? But that's just that. You know, but I, and so that's obviously a benefit of social media. But I feel like again, it's like it's giving us too much power to curate how we're viewed, and, yeah. and to you know what I'm saying, and to and to and to not only that, but then to also dictate how we want to view ourselves. You know, so you get to put exactly. your most ideal self out it's there. Right? It, yeah, word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like obviously there's nothing wrong with having an ideal self and wanting to curate that, but it's not genuine. You know what right. I'm saying? Because because your ideal is just that. It's an ideal. You shouldn't. I'm not saying you should never reach your ideal, but come on, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, my boy. So we got. Five questions about the U.S. All right, answer however you want. The first one is we kind of touched on it, but what does the American dream mean to you? I'll be honest here. 100%. Man, the American dream is a fucking joke for black people, bro, on some real shit. Now, obviously, there's pros and cons to it. I understand that me being a black man within this country, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me start off this way. I understand that me being a man within this country, there's certain things that I can just do that other people cannot do, whether they be you know what I'm saying, like just based off of how the patriarchy is set up, right? That's all for it. Now, me being black, it adds another feature to my existence, um, which some might say is great, others might say it's treacherous. I, it's honestly both. Um, so in terms of my own perception of the American dream, I believe it's obtainable, but I believe it's a lot harder for me to obtain because of who I am and how I look within this country. So, I see. Yeah. Well, when, okay, so how would you describe the American dream if you had to explain it to somebody who had never heard the concept before? The American dream is basically hustle and grind culture. It's the reason why you're worried more about how much money you're making versus how much time you're spending with your damn kids mm. on some real shit. There's pros and cons to it. Damn, that's heavy, you know, it's like, <laughs> not worth it, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's like, there's pros and cons to it. For example, it's like, I know if I grind for 10 years right now, I can chill for 30 years later. Now, right. do I feel like putting that time, do I feel like spending that time? You know what I'm saying? Do I feel like leveraging my time for those next 10 years to chill out for the next 30 years? That's up to you. That's up to me. You know what I'm saying? However I feel like living, however you feel like living, that's yeah, what you yeah. want to do with your life. Like going some real shit. But the American dream is definitely, it's it's a it's a false promise though because capitalism is not going to allow for that many people to chase their bags at once. Somebody has to lose. 
And if you're a minority, it's probably gonna be you. So I'm sorry if you're from another country watching this shit. My full gangster. Sorry. My no way. Like, you got it next time. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, but you know, it's like, I was gonna say you should have been white, but I'm not gonna say you can't put that up in there. You know, but it's some real shit, though, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Word. I got you. Now, but let me ask you this, though. Do you think the American dream is universal, or are you specific to America, or you feel like people from other countries have that same dream? I feel like people in other countries definitely have that same thing, because the American dream is based off of capitalism, but capitalism isn't only unique to the United States. If you go, you know what I'm saying, anywhere in the Western world, you're going to find notions of capitalism. Anywhere in the world, you're going to find notions of capitalism. Yeah. You know, and then I've, but you know, and so it's like, obviously, not to mention too, the American dream is not so much about money, it's more about growth. It's more about what am I able to accomplish. I like that. So technically, it's like, I can find the American dream in, in uh, North Korea, you know what I'm saying? If I just move to the ranks the way that I'm quote unquote supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if yeah, I assimilate yeah. into that culture, if I move within that society in a, in a, in a way that's beneficial to that society, and how can I not win? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to yeah. think about it like that. The only issue is like here, though, I'm black. Being black is an, is, is antithetical to growth and success within this country. So how am I really going to do that? I don't know. I wrote a paper on this. I'm excited about, about it. About it. I like excited. It. I like it. <laughs> Word. Okay. I like that, though. I like that, though. It's not about money. It's the growth. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, Word. I like that, bro. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Now, sticking with the theme, when you think of American people, if you had to describe American people to somebody who had no experience with them, who had never been here, how would you describe us in general? I would say ignorant, but not in like a malicious sense. I mean it more in terms of like we're genuinely unaware of the world outside of the U.S., you know, and it's like, it's because of what we've been taught, you know, it's like I, because I've interacted with a lot of tourists before, um, when I remember I was younger, I interacted with a bunch of French tourists, and they never, they never gave the vibe, like, oh, like, y'all are ignorant, X, Y, and Z, but it's just like, they had definitely had certain preconceived notions of the U.S., and then if you look at media as well, you know what I'm saying, just like mass media, and just say like, oh, Americans, just Americans, or this, I can see how people might say that, but again, it's just because we're just not taught about the world outside of the U.S. We're kind of taught the U.S. is the U.S. Why? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to fuck with the U.S.? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we're so goaded, it's not worth learning about anybody else. You know, it's like, which is which is unfortunate, you know? Because European history is really rich. African history is really rich. Asian history is really rich. And it's like, it's important to get, it's important to, to understand that, you know, I feel like the U.S., you know, has been, the U.S. is definitely a melting pot, but we kind of, revere it to such a high standard of like it's a smelting pot we have to know about this but obviously it's important but it's like we you know what I'm saying but like we definitely fail to 
be inclusive of the of the world around us, you know, and in our own personal educations, you know. So definitely the word ignorant, but it's not a willful ignorance. It's more of a it's more that like we're just not taught better, you know. That's just some real shit. Do you think that the reason we're not more accommodating to people of other cultures or other countries is specifically because we're not educated about them, or you think it's something else? All I'm going to say is this, in a melting pot society in which you have so many different cultures and so many different religions and so many different identities um, being represented within our country, I genuinely would, you would think that there would be more education, right. you think that there would be a much more diverse education, but there's, there's an idea called civil religion that basically just relates to how societies and groups, um, what they hold dear and what they genuinely value as a society, as a, as a civilization. In the U.S., because the United States was built by white, cis, hetero males, land-owning males, you, you know what I'm saying? That's obviously what you're going to see as being reinstituted. That's what you're going to be valued. That's what's going to be put into place. That's what's going to be revered. It's the same reason why we still see Confederate, uh, so uh, uh, Confederate statues still up. It's not, you know, what I'm saying, because at the end of the day, the U.S. was based around white people. You know, what I'm saying, like being white. You know, what I'm saying, it wasn't based on races. You know, what I'm saying, obviously it was, but it's like they didn't care about oh you oh you left our country. No, it wasn't about that. You know, what I'm saying they wasn't really sweating that, and and you can see that because again, it's the same reason why why ideas of the rebellion why they're still up. You know. But it's not about that. It was really just more about, because again, because the Confederate States of America and United States of America, they were so based off of the same ideas of white males, white cis hetero landowning males doing whatever the fuck they wanted because they were white and they were in power. You know? So, I'm sorry, what was your question? I'll be going for it. <laughs> I was saying, how would you describe American people to somebody who has no experience with them? You said ignorant, yeah. maybe uneducated. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, and so as it relates to our education, it's like, I would, you would think that you would see it more, but you don't because, again, because our, our country was never built to sustain such a type of education, you know? And it's, it's, think about it, too. It's like, I remember, because, again, the interacting with those same French kids, I, I was like 14 when this happened, actually. When I was 14, it's like, I was talking to them, they were, I obviously didn't know French, I was, well, I took in a French class, but I'm like, who the fuck is paying attention to French class, come on, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I can't do that, but I think this is me as an American saying this, right, well, I'm very ignorant, but, like, interacting with them, they would be like, oh, you don't know French, okay, they switched to Spanish, I don't know fucking Spanish, like, you know what I'm saying, and then they would switch to broken English, and I was like, how do you know all this shit, they learn all their languages in pre-K, in kindergarten, when they're very young, and again, it's just a part of how we're educated, you know how hard it is to learn a language by the time that your mind gets developed, at least if I'm like six, and you know what I'm saying, as I'm still learning the world, if I learn a new language while I'm still learning other stuff, it makes it easier. I can internalize it more, you know, and that's anything. You, like, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like talking to like these same foreigners, these foreigners know all these languages for the sole reason that like they're, they, you know what I'm saying, like they ha they've had the chance to really sit there and, and, and in the language and learn it. And you know what I'm saying, and just absorb it all, you know? And again, that's just an issue with our, with our own education system. We gotta improve for real, so. Ignorant and uneducated. That's how you can label that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So next one is about cultural behaviors. If you had to give a recommendation to somebody who has never been here, what are some things that you think you should never do mm. or say, which we were talking about earlier? Yeah. What are some things you should never do or say in the United States? Keep nigga out your mouth. Uh, in the in the and I, and I say that for the sole reason that racial tension 
it can be felt throughout the world. We, we know what type of world that we live in, you know? Even if you don't know, you know. And if you don't know, you definitely know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, but it's like within the U.S., it's, de it's very different within the U.S. because it's become so centralized and it's become so central to our country's social makeup and to our country's culture. It's definitely very, so whenever you come to the U.S., keep it out your mouth. You know what I'm saying? I also understand, too, that like we're all people here, which goes back into that whole point as well. Treat everybody with respect. You know, we're going we gonna to try to treat you with as much respect as possible. But again, right, it's like somebody being disrespectful to you is more of a people thing versus the U.S. thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, definitely. And it also depends on where you're at as well. If you're in New York, don't drive slow. Niggas will honk at you. They will violate you. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you have to, you have to understand too that it's like, especially in the US, because we're a big up on grind culture, hustle culture, trying to get the bag by any means, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a lot faster paced. So definitely be prepared for that. The food portions are a lot bigger. If you're from, like, you know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're from Europe, you're gonna be just expecting like a lot more food. We waste a lot of shit here, which is unfortunate, you know, but it's true. Um, so yes, yeah, so I would definitely just say be wary of those, not even be wary of those things, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, we live in a very expansive world. There's a lot going on, especially in the US, it's, a, it's very fast. So just try to appreciate it for what it is. You know, don't try to just, just I guess try to move with it, you know? So yeah, assimilate, which is kind of wild, but or, you know what I'm saying? Just move with it, you know, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, when in Rome, do what the Rome is, as they say. Yeah, word. And just don't say nigga. Just don't say nigga. There you go. Yeah, you're trying to look right here. Just don't say nigga. The biggest thing on the screen. Don't say nigga. There you go. There you go. All right. Now, this one, people have had a hard time answering, so we'll see your opinion on it. If you had to describe the American beauty standard, we can start with women and then we'll go to men. If you had to describe the beauty standard and maybe give your thoughts on it, what would you say? I feel like the American beauty standard, again, because we understand we understand the world that we live in. I feel as though the American beauty standards definitely does cater towards white women, you know, in a, in a right in a, in a in a Eurocentric sense. But I also definitely believe that the beauty standard is changing. But it, but changing in what regard? Why is it changing? If you look at the fetishization of black women, you know what I'm saying? Is it changing for the good, or is it changing because black women are fetishized? You get what I'm saying? Doesn't then that does that words my fault? That doesn't necessarily mean that they're not beautiful. You know, but again, but it's just more of like, why is it shifting in that direction? Why, you know what I'm saying? Why are they being revered in this way? That's something that's, I feel like it's something that's important for us to think about. As it relates to beauty standards, again, it's like, there is technically no set beauty standard within the U.S. Now, if you look at billboards, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you see a billboard and you might see, like, bikini models or X, Y, and Z or whatever the fuck, obviously, it might have certain ideas that are being reflected back to you, you know what I'm saying? In terms of, like, body shape and body, you know what I'm saying? Skin tone and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so I guess, like, for the actual, so you know what I'm saying? So, so, so what's being put out for us to consume? That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Got you. In that aspect, then yeah, I would definitely say it would definitely be like a, you know, slimmer, petite figure, you know what I'm saying? White women, light skinned women, you know what I'm saying? It's like the lighter you are, the better on some real shit. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's not true, you know what I'm saying? Because again, beauty is a relative thing. How yeah, we perceive beauty is definitely up to us as, you know, as, as individuals, as people. Um, so yeah, but I also feel as though. Once you understand that there's definitely a disconnect between corporation culture and like human culture within the U.S. and that's anywhere, like you know that. what I'm saying? But there's but once you understand that there's a, that there's a disconnect, you can begin to appreciate it more. For example, 
as a black man, I think black women are beautiful. Like, why not? You know, Spelman College, I gotta represent for the Shout out to Spelman. Shout out to Spelman and the Vise, right? I believe black women are extremely beautiful. Of course. You know, but then I also understand, okay, but I also might think white women are beautiful, Asian women are beautiful, anyone, anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, my beauty, like, my perception of beauty isn't limited to something like race, which is something that you might see here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, which yeah. So you might see anywhere, for in all honesty, you know what I'm saying? Because who control the money? White people, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, so I feel like in that aspect, yeah, that's what the beauty standard is. Um, but don't let it don't let it limit you. Free your mind. I'll be your third eye. <laughs> now, what about men? When you think about let's let's call it the beauty standard Word. for men in America, what do you think that is most put out there, or that how do you think you're expected to look or present yourself visually? Um, again, I feel like I feel like it starts off with body type. You know, if I'm if I'm too slim, I might not be seen as quote unquote attractive if I'm too big I might not see seen as quote-unquote attractive you know but everybody has their own different body types on some shit um I feel like for men as well there are definitely certain beauty standards within the U.S. itself it's considered I, I'm saying this more as a black man you know what I'm saying sure, as a black sure. man it's that there are certain things that I quote-unquote cannot do because it might be seen as feminine or it might be seen as uh, or it might emasculate me demasculate me like what for example so, for example, if I get like my nails done, you know what I'm saying, or like if I if I groom myself in a certain way, people might say, "Oh, what are you doing? Why are you doing X, Y, and Z?" As somebody who's never gotten a manicure or pedicure, I'm not a I'm not a poster idea. I just never really have the time to do it or go out and do it. But I feel like it's definitely important to understand that again, beauty standards are relative. How you perceive things are relative, um, you know. And it's like how you define yourself is how you define yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't really let people speak for you because again, the only person that know you is you right. on some real shit. Um, but I feel like as it relates to as it relates to men. And yeah, you know, as it relates to men and just, and just like how beauty standards are definitely uh, taken in, uh, yeah, it definitely does build a lot of, in the U.S. definitely is built a lot around body type, you know? But again, once you, like, for again, if you look at the billboards, I'm not built like the like the Calvin Klein nigga. I'm not, I'm sorry. I can get there, because you gotta give me a couple of years, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, again, it's something to work towards. And again, I feel like that's what the beauty culture in America does as well. It kind of forces people to try to, move in a certain way kind of makes people try to say okay well i'm gonna try to do x y and z i'm gonna try to work towards this but it's not fair to you you know what i'm saying it's like you're a human bro it's mm -hmm. like like come on you know what i'm saying like i'm not shit like fuck, like, like i'm a slim nigga you know what i'm saying like come on shout I out to the skinny dude and the short dude. kings word. shout out exactly. to him exactly you know word you know it's like it's like that's something that we're supposed to work towards but again it's like beauty standards are so fucking constrictive anywhere especially in this country it kind of stresses people out you know yeah, yeah. so Fuck beauty standards. Everybody's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned before that black women specifically are getting fetishized. Mm -hmm. Black men what, too. What have you seen that has made you think that? How do you think that's happening? I mean, it's. I understand as a black man, there are certain ways in my thinking which definitely point to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, it's like it's not hard to. It's not hard to look. I mean, I'm gonna talk about porn. I don't know if y'all can say this. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, look at the porn industry. Look at look at look at white porn titles versus black porn titles. Black thought gets reamed by like no nigga the fuck like come on like it's, it's real shit it's real let's be real here you know what I'm saying compared to like oh shitty white girl like no come on like yo it's again it's like it's it's about it's about language that's being used we live in a country that's inherently racist that because I'm black it does not want to see me when as a black person you know what I'm saying let's be real here so it's like obviously I understand that like so when I speak on fetishization it's it's be, it's because. I live in a culture that wants to see me villainized, that wants to see me brought down, wants to see me demeaned as a black person. You know what I'm saying? For the sole reason that I'm black. You know what I'm saying? What's considered quote unquote black is it's it's become more of a it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a social thing. You know what I'm saying? The ideas of blackness. For example, right? It's like it's like these sneakers are black. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's part of a because it's a part of a trend that us as consumers, as black people, as we continue to buy into these things, it becomes labeled as black. You know what I'm saying? These are white. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Skater shoes, the pants. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Word. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, and then if you think about like Jordan, brother over here got Jordans on, right? Yep. Same thing with him, right? Like those are considered quote unquote black thing. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But why is that? Because as a community, because we continue to buy into things like this. Why? Because these same corporations, they're going to put forward certain ideas for us to buy into this shit. We fuck with Jordan because Michael Jordan is black. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Michael Jordan was some white dude out of, like, out of fucking Idaho, we wouldn't give a fuck. You know? Which is some real shit. And, you know, and again, too, it's like, look at, look at Kanye West. We continue to fuck with Kanye West because Kanye West is black. If Kanye West was this white person saying, oh, this shit, but still making this good-ass music, it wouldn't hit the same. We'd be like, oh, Kanye's racist. We can't fuck with Kanye West. Mm. But, you know what I'm saying? But again, it's like, but it's like, it's how we perceive shit on a, on a, on a, on a, on a social, on a racial level. Because at this point, race has become so in, intertwined with socioeconomic status, with, with, with social status within this country. It's very hard to parse the two. You can't, you can't divide them. It's so difficult. You know, as a, you, you watch Atlanta? Yeah, of course, bro. Bro, all right, bro, but. that shit is fire, bro. Looking at season, bro, it's fire, bro. It goes, goes crazy. Looking at season three of Atlanta, there's episodes of do uh, uh, in the most recent episode. You watched most recent so episode. Bizarre, it was wild as shit, right? That shit was so bizarre. But, but like, but, but what I'm trying to highlight is this: in like the very first scene, she's running around in the Nike tech suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? You know what I'm saying? Why is he wearing? Why is he wearing a Nike tech suit? That that was my question. But I'm thinking that's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. It's just a thing. That's sure. that's something for people to consume. Sure. But I'm so as a black man, I'm so used to seeing. Okay, well, like, why is he wearing that? You know what I'm saying? Why is this white man wearing a Nike tech suit? And then even looking back, even the, and then the music he was listening to as well. Why is he listening he to some trap shit? Some trap like shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, right? Because right, that's what he chooses to listen to. But even still, it's just like. The consumption, what we consume as consumers, what is, you know what I'm saying, what is being put out for us to listen to? Why is it being put out in such a way? For example, it's like, if you look at rap music, again, if you look at rap music, people say rap music is dangerous, it's uh, it's misogynistic, it's X, Y, and Z, how dare they say X, Y, and Z? And all that is true. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Shit, like, I, like I, as much as I bump Future, Future is a toxic nigga, yeah, but yeah. I still listen to Future, you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. But it, it becomes a matter of, okay, but like, why? You know what I'm saying? If, but if rap music is so dangerous, if rap dangerous, right? If it's so dangerous, if it's so bad, if it's if it's a, if it's it's such a taboo thing, why is it still being consumed? Why are people, especially white people, because, again, you have to think about who is music being made for. The music industry is made to cater towards white people. So why is it still being consumed? Because it gives white people the chance to to fire back at black people by saying, okay, well, they're X, Y, and Z. Look at how they dress. Look at what they say about their women. Look at how they treat X, Y, and Z. But we know it's not true. It's a constant reaffirming cycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But again, but it's like, but it's like the issue is though. But it's because we, it's because we still occupy a system that doesn't want to see us win. So it's like, for example, if I know that, if you look at Meg Thee Stallion, right? Meg Thee Stallion, that's her living her best life. That's her. That's her. That is her explaining her experiences as a black woman in a way that she understands. Fuck these niggas. That's what she want to say. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what she want to say. That's what she want to say. Scam all these niggas. Cool, right? I don't know. I'm listening to Meg Thee Stallion. You know what I'm saying? That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. But again, but it's also us, like, but it's like it's more about how is it being perceived. But it's not her job to control how she's perceived. Yeah. It's her job to put out art. She's trying to just throw it together just to say, oh, I don't know what people like this. That's not you really being a genuine artist. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. You know what I'm saying? That goes for any artist. You know what I'm saying? I love you, Meg. If you want to slide to Morehouse, I love you. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? But it's like, but, but you know, that, that goes for any artist. So it's like, I definitely feel as though we have to, we have to, have to be more aware. So just be aware. Like, on some shit. Like, yeah. I dig it. So. Last two questions. They're kind of like opposites. What do you love about the USA specifically? What do you love about your country? I love the fact that I can be any type of person that I want to be here. That's one thing for sure. There are definitely certain freedoms. 
there are definitely certain social freedoms. He did a calculation in yeah, his head real quick. Sure, right? Language is important. I want some real yeah. shit, right? Language is important. Um, there are certain social freedoms that I'm awarded just by living in this country. For example, if I were gay, living in this country would be easier for me than if I was living in another country. That doesn't mean that my existence here would be easier compared to everybody else's because there obviously are still certain biases in place and certain ways sure, that people sure, think. Yeah. But if I was in Saudi Arabia, which is just a different, I understand it's just a different uh, way of living. It's a different it's a different standard of living as a gay person. You know what I'm saying? Just between these two different places. So there's that for sure. That's something I definitely appreciate. Um, I have the chance to, not only that, but because the U.S. is so expansive, there's so much going on, there's so many people here, yeah. I can I can take in a lot without having to leave the U.S., mm. you know, which is another great thing too, which is which is a benefit of the U.S. So those two things most definitely. Okay. Yeah. Now, what do you, it's hard to use this word, but what do you hate about the country or what do you wish was different? What well, would you change <laughs> if you had the chance? Um, what I change? I mean... You already know what I would change, right? Like, right. I know me, one of them. Right, I know right, one right. of them for I, sure. But I, but, but, but I, I talked for so long about that. I'm gonna try to shift course. Um, what would I change? I would definitely try to, bro. We need free shit. Which sounds not not only like a random free shit. I mean like free healthcare, mm. something like uh, you know what I'm saying? Because healthcare, and again, it's like, and this country is very capitalistic. The reason why grind culture is so big here is because it's the only way you can really live your life peacefully. That's the only way you can get the shit that you need. And need is a strong word, because if I need to go to a doctor so I don't die and I can't afford it, all of a sudden I'm living in a system that's meant to see me lose because I can't afford it. The money, you know what I'm saying? At that point as a society, we've come to, as a society, not even at that point, as a society, we've come to value wealth more than human life. Mm. And it's an issue. We gotta show the, stop, come on. We're better than that. Come on, like, come on, right? You know, we're better than that. Yeah. So that's definitely something that I would try to change. I would definitely try to reinstate certain certain ideas or certain practices that would just help us remember that as much money as we make, if somebody dies, that's something that you're not getting back. You can always make the bread back. Right. You can always print more money. I know you can't. You can always print more money. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's like, it's just, just try to, try to, I guess, like reinstate the, the that thinking, that way of thinking of just caring for each other again. It's important. True. Yeah. Apart from the capitalistic part, apart from the corporations and businesses and stuff like that, do you think that American people in general don't really care much for each other? Like we're so individualistic that we're really not worried about anybody else, or you think differently? I feel like there definitely is a base and there's a definitely a baseline sense of care. That's only when there's somebody else coming in and making us feel some type of way, you know? What do you mean? I'll put it this way, it's like, God forbid, you know what I'm saying, it's like, you know, shooting after, like, when I was in high school, I had to go through after shooter drill, so, being, that really is an American ass sentence to say, that's fucking crazy, you know what I'm saying, but, right? but it's like, well, just for anybody who doesn't understand, you say that again, you had to do what in school? An, an active shooter drill. And can you explain what that is? So, basically, it's like, gun violence is a large issue in the United States, um, just based off of the way that our laws are set up. And so it's like throughout the U.S. there have been a number of times in which like you've seen armed individuals go into schools or go into public areas with firearms and to try to do people harm. And actually for me, actually wasn't a drill. We actually thought it was real, but it ended up being just a big mix-up on some shit. It was like a fucking water gun that somebody was walking by with. You know what I'm saying? But it was still kind of like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of says there's a shooter in the school. That's not something you take lightly. Word so. too, right? Yeah. But it's just like in that aspect, seeing how people came together. In my high school, obviously we're all friends in my high school, you know what I'm saying? So like, but seeing how people came together, it meant something. I feel like on a microcosmic level, that's what I'm trying, that's the point I'm trying to make. 
until something until something foreign comes in, we all we don't really fuck with each other. Even black people don't really fuck with each other like that. You know what I'm saying? Like let's be real, you know. But it, you know what I'm saying? It's like but like we have to think to ourselves why. Not no, not gonna not gonna do that. I'll be here for another hour. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying though. It's just like it's it's about. The love, the love for each other is definitely here in this country, yeah. but we just have to be willing to love each other when it's not convenient. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We have to love each other when we want it, not when we need it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know, like, yeah. I get that same impression. Like, kind of like you said, it, it's kind of like a lot of people think that America is very uh, reserved or cold, or that we all just hate each other. Especially here in the South, it's mainly black and white people, and they think we're just at each other's necks all the time. Mm. But I try to explain to people all the time that in general, we get along pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like, I mind my business, you, you mind yours, business. I don't fuck with you, you don't fuck with me. For the most part, that's the way it is. And then people will say, like, we see so much racism on TV, we see so much hatred and stuff like that on social media. But I just don't think that's really the case. I think that's perpetuated online. And then people see that and they assume that's the way it is. So when you see a white person walking down the street, you guys maybe don't make eye contact, you try to keep your distance. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of uh, lack of communication going on. Because when you just sit down and talk to somebody like this, I don't know you. We just yeah. met today. You see, most people are fucking cool, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, when tragedy strikes, whatever it is, most of the time, whatever, however way it happens, people do come together and take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? So I think there are certainly racist people, ignorant people, hateful people. But for the most part, I've been all over this country, and most people are pretty fucking cool, as long as you show respect. Exactly. You know and that's the thing, too. It's like I feel like people don't understand that respect is kind of like a two-way street. You know, it's like if you're not willing to give it, you're not going to get it. You know, it's like, because I could have, if y'all came over, I could have been like, fuck you, nigga, walk away. Like, that would have been wild as shit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but then if you were like, oh, word, and then we started scrapping, like, that would have been my fault, like, right, in a right. way. You know what I'm saying? Because it's about, it's a two way street. So it's like, you got to show the respect to get the respect here on some serious shit. But that always, but that don't mean that you always going to get that respect work. back. It don't always work. We'll right. just say that. You know, but that's not an American thing. That's more of a human thing. You know what I'm saying? That person can be having that bad day, you know? But it's like, that's that person. That's not you, you know? So. That's not, you know what I'm saying? It's like, don't, don't, I'm not going to say don't sweat shit, but it's just like, don't. Don't sweat shit you can't control at exact, the end of the day, right? Exactly, word, you know what I'm saying? You know what you can work on. If you're trying to learn English, right, which you, I hope you right, word, make sure you learn English from this dude right here, right? It's like, you know you can control that. You just got to lock in with it. You know, it's like, you, you can control, focus on what you can do right now. Don't focus on what you can do later. So, word. Appreciate man, it. Kyra, I really appreciate it, bro. This yeah. is a great interview, man. Happy That's what's going on so far. We appreciate yeah. that. Right. And your social, yeah, I was just about to ask you. Let me get your social before we go. Definitely gonna put that in there. You said you got, what do you want? Uh, Instagram. You want Instagram? Okay, yeah. Cool. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.